what's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on Ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Um, so it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show. And please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know. So the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. My guest is an author a podcaster, and a motivator. From the Peachtree State of Georgia, please welcome Cy Speaks to the Talk to Q radio show. Cy, how are you doing today? I'm well, Quincy. How are you? I am outstanding. And we'll go ahead and jump right to it. Okay, so you've written a book, among other things you've done, but you've written a book. It's called A Warrior's Heart. 21-day devotional for those battling a chronic illness. Tell us your story and what inspired you to write this book. Absolutely. And let me just say thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate you. My journey, like I call it, I was diagnosed with end-stage renal disease. My kidneys um, were failing, and I'm in need of a kidney transplant. And, you know, when I was first diagnosed, I was given such heavy news, but there wasn't any love, there wasn't any grace, and there wasn't any, even any time to really process what was happening. Everything was just thrown at me. And I remember just sitting there feeling hopeless and just so much despair. And I knew at that moment, I didn't want anybody else dealing with kidney disease or any other chronic illness to feel like they had no place to turn to for hope or inspiration or if that was the end of their story. So I wanted to put my my feelings on paper, but not just my feelings, but I wanted to give hope. And, you know, my faith has been the biggest thing for me on this journey to remain healthy and optimistic and encouraged. So I just wanted to share some of the tools that help me with other people. Well, what does it mean to have a warrior's heart? I mean, that's the title of the book. Okay. What does that mean? It means to me that, I'm a fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm built tough. You know, my exterior may look pretty and soft, but the core of my heart is tough and I can take a hit and I may wobble, but I don't fall. I may bend, but I don't break. So I want it to, my book to reflect that no matter what the battle is, I'm prepared and I'm, I'm ready to fight this. I have all the tools. I have the strength, the wisdom, and the knowledge, and I'm going to fight and I'm going to win. So a warrior's heart. I like that. So the, the book indicates that it's a 21-day devotional. Does that mean that people are encouraged to just read one page a day? And if so, why? Yes. I wrote it for people to take it day by day. And I did it that way because on a journey when you're battling a chronic illness, and let me just throw this in here. Even though my devotional was written, it says for people battling a chronic illness, my 21 days deal with life. Anybody can 
glean something from my book. It's not just about a chronic illness. It's about a human emotions, but it works better when you take it day by day because life has a way of becoming overwhelming if you try to take all of it on at once. So if you take it day by day, you get a little bit more clarity, a little bit more focus. So one day, like day five is beauty. And I talked about being able to see the beauty in the battle, the, be- the beauty of the struggle. That is not always easy. When you're facing a hardship, it's almost impossible to find something beautiful in it. So you have to be intentional to stop and think, what is the lesson in it for me? What am I getting out of this that makes me better? So I said, what is the beauty in kidney disease. And for me, it was the people that I get to meet, you know, the path that I've been, I've been blessed across because of this journey. The journey itself isn't beautiful along the way. So it works better when people take it 21 days. Because, you know, we've heard it takes 21 days to form a habit. So the goal of the book is to create an attitude of gratitude a spirit of happiness and joy no matter what you face. And a illness is a hard place. So if you can find joy in a hard place, then it seems like everything else in life is, is cake, you know? So it does work better if you do it day by day. I understand that. Uh, that reason makes a lot of sense. And with each page of the book, you give a scripture from the Bible, a prayer yes. to accompany the scripture, a personal anecdote about yourself, and a declaration. Now, people gain knowledge in the scripture, they gain strength from the prayer, and they learn a little bit about you in the personal snippet, and they speak things into existence with the declaration. So I like how you broke all that down, but let's start with the scriptures first. How did you choose the scriptures for the book? You know, some of the scriptures came from, you know, loved ones who Throughout life, you know, they may have, this is their favorite scripture, and I was able to recall it. A lot of it came from just time with my grandmother. Like, some of those were her favorite scriptures. And as I got older, you know, they took on new meaning. So every scripture that is in the book, it's either something that was inspired by my grandmother's influence or just being on this journey with kidney disease where I just felt like I didn't always have the strength or the wisdom, or even the grace to keep going. I actually prayed for direction and guidance, and that's what dropped in my spirit. Or I could, you know, the funniest places, you know, I could be looking for inspiration or, Lord, I just need to hear something. And somebody would post something on social media, and it would be that scripture, or it would be Mm -hmm. something that would have directed me. So it really stemmed from either my grandmother's influence or just from life happen up in some of the most unique places. And I'm like, clearly, that is the one I need to use. Hi, my name is Sai Speaks. I am the author of A Warrior's Heart, a 21-day devotional for anyone battling a chronic illness. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Living Life Out Loud. We can connect via social media at I am Sai Speaks or Sai Speaks Facebook and Instagram. And then my website is IamSizeSpeaks.com. And that is C-Y-S-P-E-A-K-S. 
let's get back to the podcast, Q. Some people struggle with prayer. They feel as if they don't know how to pray. Like it's like you have to, you know, have this special talent in order to pray. But isn't a prayer just a conversation with God? It is. And I so glad you said that. I think um a lot of times prayer and God get such a bad rap because we as people make him so spooky deep and these formulas, tricks and tips, that's not even his. That's what man says it has to be. Prayer is just a heartfelt, honest conversation between you and the Lord, you know, and that was such a peace of mind for me. I didn't have to, oh, Heavenly Father, God, you are great. You know, I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> it just had to say, you know, Quincy, I mean, come on, how many, you know, growing up, we probably heard some of those wonderful prayers and, oh, yeah. and like, the mothers of the church, any of those. Right. I'm like, Lord, if that's how I have to pray, I'm not going to make it. Help me. Because I speak in, I speak plain English and it gave me peace when I knew I could just go to God and be like, God, I'm scared. I need a kidney. Now, what you going to do about that? Amen in Jesus' name. You see? <laughs> and, and it just <laughs> makes it so plain, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just a conversation, an honest conversation, you know, just just like you and I are having this conversation. That's all the Lord wants is an honest conversation, Quincy. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Uh, I agree with you there. So, I mean, <laughs> so many people feel as if you have to hem and haw, and it, it doesn't take all of that, in my opinion. It just doesn't. Mine's neither. I believe you. So why was it important for you to include the personal stories about your battle with a chronic illness? You know, I realize that on this journey, you hear or you read so many doctors' opinions, so many scholars' opinions, people who have actually never been through this. And you're like, that's cute. That's a little textbook example. But that's not what I'm living. So by me providing a personal experience, another person who's going through the same thing could be like, I get it. Just like we were talking about prayer with the plain English, I felt like that was just plain English, clear to understand that somebody could read that and be like, me too. I've been there or I'm there right now. It's not deep. It's not something that seems foreign. It's a human emotion. And I think all of us can relate to it. So I, I wanted to share a human personal experience anybody to relate to. So I thought that the declaration that you added to each page was a nice touch. I mean, how does declaring something help a person to feel that, you know, what they're claiming is real? Absolutely. Now, like I said, my faith is everything to me. So, you know, the word says, as a man believeth, you know, so is he. Out of the mouth, you know, life and death. You know, there's power of life and death in tongues. But also, you know, there are people who, like, may not believe in that, but they believe that their words create their reality. You know, words have such power, and I believe that. I believe that when you speak a thing, you declare a thing. And when you speak it out loud and you hear it, it resonates on the inside. And you go, yeah, that's right. I am an overcomer. I am amazing, you know, and you may not catch it the first time, but if you keep saying it, you just might believe it. So I'm a firm advocate that our words 
carry so much weight. I don't believe in idle words. I don't believe in wasted words. I believe every word has a target. And if you're going to, if you know that, you got to be intentional with the words you speak. Like I don't claim sickness. I don't claim illness. I just say I'm in need of a kidney, but my kidney's on the way. I am healed. I am whole. I believe that. I speak that. So I need it to whomever came across my book to realize that their words can color their world beautiful. And if they weren't certain, like what words or what verbiage to use, here's some examples. It's not an example. It's a launching pad. It's a starting point. So I just wanted to help people to see and be able to speak what they see. I have no words. That is great. That is, I definitely believe that when you declare something enough, that uh, things will start to shake. I mean, you have to put some action behind it, but things will start to shake for sure. So we'll get ready to wrap things up. And let me ask you, what would you like for readers to get from this book, A Warrior's Heart? You know, what can my listeners expect if they go and purchase this book? Absolutely. I, I want your listeners to know that when they pick up A Warrior's Heart, that it's going to be hope and encouragement that if a person who's facing a situation that could possibly be life-ending can find joy and peace day-to-day, it is possible to find, to live, and experience joy every day. My book is a quick read, 21 days, but it's packed with power, it's packed with encouragement, and it's packed with practicality, things that all of us face in life, whether battling an illness or not, but it provides practical, tangible help and hope. It's already inside of you. You don't, you don't have to go out and buy all these tools. It is something we already possess. And I just wanted to share the journey, share the love, share the hope, because I believe that life is as pretty and amazing as we make it. And I just want to do my part to share even in the face of a chronic illness. All right. Well, Sai, I I want to thank you for joining this show and for sharing your journey with me and and my listeners. And if you don't mind me asking as far as the outlook of your health or how things are going, the progress. I don't mind at all. So I like to tell people all the time, overall, I'm so healthy. I just need a kidney. I mean, I wish you nothing but the best. I think you're an inspiration to a lot of people. I think that you're amazing. And by the way, you have an amazing voice too. So I'm, that's great for your podcast. And <laughs> I can't wait for, you know, for, you know, to look on Facebook and see you celebrating that you got what you need. But like I said, I think you're an, an inspiration to a lot of people and to help inspire a lucky listener. I want to give away one of your books. You know, I want to give away one of your books to the first person who comments on the Talk to Q radio show fan page with the statement, Q, I want size book. That's all you have to say. The first person, you know, it's timestamp, so it's first come, first serve, who says on my Facebook fan page, Q, I want size book, will get the book. Sai has autographed the book and left an inspirational message inside as well. So I know it's definitely something that can benefit someone else. And, oh, one more thing while I'm thinking about it. I know that you're an advocate of voting, 
what message would you like to give to those out there who may not feel motivated to vote in this upcoming election and future elections? I would say don't be discouraged by what you're seeing on the news, what you're seeing on social media. Don't be silent and don't let anybody snatch your power away from you. You don't like what you're seeing. Stand up and use your vote and get them, and get them out of office, but not just voting. Get involved. Run for office sit on the board, do anything and everything that makes sure your community is everything that you desire for it to be for yourself, your family, and for your neighbors and future generations. We really do have the power to change things when you when we unify and do it together. Well, Sai, thank you for joining the Talk to Q radio show today. I truly appreciate it. Thank you, Quincy, for the opportunity. I pray that God continues to bless your sphere of influence and you're an amazing person and Thank you for not being selfish with your platform and your influence. Thank you for sharing your tips, your wisdom. You know, you don't have to do it, but you do, and it's freely given. So I pray that as you give out, it's given back to you even greater. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor to have cross paths with you. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.